Yes, good morning to you. Thank you so very much for joining us this morning on gospelbestradio.com for Reflections Tuesday. Reflections Tuesday is that hour on Gospel Best Radio when we meet together uh, we gather by the grace of the Holy Spirit to listen to him speak to us through his son Pastor Ayo Agunloye. On Reflections Tuesday, Pastor Agunloye leads us through the current themes on your potter's house. Your potter's house is a daily digital devotional published by Pastor and we have been blessed for years now to have him join us on Tuesday mornings to lead us through reflections on current themes from your potter's house. If you want to receive daily episodes of your potter's house directly on your phone, please do reach out to us and we'll let you have the contact for Pastor Yagunloye. Also, in the course of this, uh, of this program, uh, we're going to read out his telephone number and his email address as well. One, one of the beautiful things about radio presentations is that from time to time, uh, you find that messages that uh, were preached a long time ago or programs that ran a while ago you find them always still always still fresh always still a blessing from time to time i, I always tell a number of people this story uh, there was a time that i started listening to an evangelical pastor from the united states and i found his bible teachings are uh, very very uh, enriching and i've been i was listening to him for about six months until something occurred to me and to say that uh, why did you just look up and uh, get some more information on this man what he does his church and then I, 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 I did a Google search and I sat and behold, lo and behold, uh, it was referred to in the past tense. This gentleman died in 2000. I started listening to him, I believe, in maybe 2016 or 2017, but he died in 2000. I did not know. But it is the same thing with the Word of God, always fresh, always new, always always relevant, as long as it is the true Word of God uh, that has been preached. And, and so it has been, even on Gospel Best Radio, from time to time, where we, we need to uh, to look into our archives and bring back old programs, and we find them always as refreshing. Uh, there is a particular uh, resource person on, on Gospel Best Radio who, uh, at the time that we played an old episode of his recording on Gospel Best Radio, many people reached out to us, and to him again saying, wow, that was uh, a relevant topic you addressed today. Uh, the Holy Spirit spoke to me. The Holy Spirit touched me. And we continue to thank the Lord. Anyway, I've said all that to explain to you that today, Pastor Yagloe uh, will not be joining us live. You know that he joins us live often by telephone from Rivers, from Paracourt River State. Uh, today is on a journey. And I ask you all to uphold him in your prayers and to pray that the Lord will lead him uh, to his destination safely and bring him back by his grace in the name of Jesus. But you know what? We have many, many recordings of Pastor Yagule uh, with us. And there is one from November 1, 2022. And I do want it to stay with us. We are playing this from November 1, 2022. It is titled War Against Worry. War Against Worry. From November 1, 2022. And this is Pastor Yagunloe on Reflections Tuesday from November 1, 2022. Uh, the Holy Spirit has led me here. It must be for a purpose. And I know He has something to say. And it will be a blessing to you. Of that I'm sure. In Jesus' name, Amen and Amen. All right, sir. Father, we thank you for the love that we you have for us thank you lord thank you for keeping us thank you lord. thank you for this very brand new month thank you lord thank you that this year 
child. It was just like yesterday when we shouted Happy New Year. Oh, yes. And here is November, and the next is December. We'll be looking forward to 2023. We thank you for your protection. It has been you all the way. Yes. It's not because the devil did not reach. It's not because they did not plan. Mm-hmm. It's not because things did not happen. Mm-hmm. The flood and so many things, but you kept us. You protected us. You provided for us. You helped us. We have seen that you have been with us all through. Accept our hearts of gratitude in Jesus' name. This morning, again, we we have come to listen, to hear together from the Word of God. Lord, we are asking that you bless us from your word. Let manna fresh be made available unto us in the name of Jesus. We are praying that your word will be fresh unto us. And you will share with us, you meet each of us at the point of our need in the name of Jesus. Amen. And your word will find entrance into our hearts. We will mix with faith in us. Amen. And we do us good in the name of Jesus. Amen. Thank you, Father, because you answered our prayer. Amen. Blessed be your holy name. Amen. In Jesus' precious name, we have prayed. Amen. Brethren, I thank the Lord for the um privilege that we have to enter into a brand new month again and this also now falls on tuesday that we'll be having our um reflections tuesday we thank god that he has kept us since january till now we cannot um, overlook that and we cannot treat it with the wave of hand we thank the lord for this and we cannot be grateful enough. Now, we started this year considering um, revisiting our foundations because we know that what the Lord wants to do with us, it's not a small matter. What the Lord wants to do with us, the Lord wants to fulfill his promises in our lives. He wants to take us to the to the level that he planned for us. But if our foundations are not solid enough, if our foundations cannot carry it, then even the good thing that is good intention for us will be will become a curse. Because if the Lord should build um, a, a, a life, a great life that he plans and that he purposes for us, upon a foundation that is not great, a foundation that has not been laid for that greatness, mm-hmm. it will be destroyed. That's why the scripture was talking of the rains come, the winds blow, yes. and the storms come. So the rains are like the rains and showers of blessings For that can also be a destructive factor to people whose foundation is not correctly laid. Mm-hmm. And the rain can also be cause um, erosion if the the house is not the foundation. The rain can also expose the foundation if it is not properly done, and that's why we have been dealing with the matter of foundation. And right now we are dealing. We are currently dealing with Zion Foundation that we can find in um, Isaiah chapter twenty-eight, verse sixteen, and in the series of the Zion Foundation today we want to particularly look at war against worry. Trusting the Lord to actually speak to some of us here and help our lives so that we can 
we can actually join the Lord to fight against worry in our lives and then we will be able to fulfill his purpose. Because we discover that a lot of us worry too much. The birds of the air, they, they, they simply don't worry. They just know that when it is time for them to eat, it's for them to look at the ground and they will find what they will eat. And because it is the Lord is the one that is providing it for them, the Lord feeds the sparrows. The Lord, the Lord takes care of the sparrows. He clothes the lilies. He houses the, the, the snails. Those things, those animals and plants, are not as important to God as we human beings. The, the Lord did not send Jesus to die for them. The Lord did not send, um, did not, um, he, he did not fight spiritual battles for all those, all those animals. He's feeding them. And yet they are not, they are not um, worrying. But a lot of us, we go into worry too much. And a life that lives in worry dies in a hurry. That is why worry and hurry are actually two twins. They are twins that goes together. It is worry that makes people to hurry in life. They worry about everything. And you now discover that what, what makes you worry most. If you actually conduct a, a research, I, the, I have not done an empirical research, but I can tell you from the normal things that I have seen generally that what makes a lot of us worry is not the basic needs of life. It's not the real thing that we, we need. What makes us worry is not just that we want to eat, that we want to wear our normal clothes to cover our nakedness and to find a place to sleep. What makes us worry most of the time are luxuries. They are, they are competition. They are, they are, they are um, comparison. When you compare yourself with your mate, they say, your mate, your, your mate have done this. Your mate have done that. You are there at this level and you are contented at this level. Then you begin to worry. You begin to put yourself under undue pressure. See, all your mates have, have all gotten married. What are you doing? What are you doing? You are, 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 you have been left behind. You have this and you are that. Then in worry, you begin to say, well, anybody that comes to ask my hand now, I will not care to know whether it's a child of God or not. I will not care whether it's even an antichrist or not. As far as I'm concerned, I cannot remain single and this and that. And then you enter into the den of a lion, into the den of a tiger called marriage. And you enter into the sea that you, you eventually regret for the rest of your life. Simply because you marry, you, you worry, you marry in a hurry and you, you, you now end up regretting. This is something that you have to deliberately watch because that is what the Lord has for us today. Now, Isaiah 28, 16, that we are studying this, uh, this season in the series of the Zion Foundation, it says, Therefore, thus says the Lord God, Behold, I lay in Zion, I lay in Zion for a foundation, a stone, a tried stone, a precious cornerstone, 
a sure foundation. He that believeth shall not make haste. Now, this is where the issue of worry coming from is coming from. He that believeth shall not make haste. A lot of us we sing the song as we go to church or whenever we are praying, we say, We are on the mountain Zion. We are on the mountain Zion. We are on the mountain Zion. We are here to worship God. And you think that because you have sang it that you are on the mountain Zion, that really means that you are actually on the mountain Zion. And some people even think that because they are fasting, that is when they are on the mountain Zion or or whatever you think. But there is an evidence for you to know that you are on the mountain Zion. That evidence is that you will not make haste. That evidence is that, I mean, what will keep you on the mountain Zion is your faith, your belief in the finished work of Christ. When Jesus said it is finished on the cross, you know that actually of a truth, the old man in your life, that is the link to Satan's trap and the link to weaknesses and all the causes and afflictions of the devil is finished. The, the old man that is the one responsible for your sins and your infirmities and the ancestral causes and every other thing is finished. Therefore, you know that everything, no, no, no family cause, no ancestral thing, no nothing, nothing is going to walk upon your life anymore because it is finished. If you actually believe it and you stand on it, you won't be running elter scatter. You won't be running from one mountain to the other. You won't be saying because I'm seeing this. And the, the reality is that everybody in my family, this is how it happens to the first daughter. They are not always getting somebody to marry. They are like this and they are like that. And they, they are not always uh, well to do. They are not this and that. You know, when you begin to worry about all those things that you are seeing, irrespective of the fact that you are now a child of God, instead of you to go to Calvary and and look at what is the package that the Lord has given me at Calvary, what has he done? What is the complete work that he has done when he said it is finished on the cross of Calvary? And then you believe it and you stand on it and it's resurrection power. And you stand on it and insist that what the Lord has done is enough for me. It is enough that Christ died for me and that it, it is enough that, that Christ died and that he died for me. And there is no need for me to make any other sacrifice, running up and down or worrying myself about any other thing. Because whatever the Lord has done, it abides forever. Nobody can add to it. Nobody can remove from it. The, 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 the Lord does it so that man can fear before him. If you trust and you, you, you know, you believe that which he has done, then you will not make it. You will not be going up and down. You will not be saying, please pray for me. Did you see any vision for me? What did you see? Okay, come and conduct deliverance for me because I'm having this dream. I've used my head to carry a cobweb. I've done this and all that. And you put yourself in unnecessary bondage because of ignorance of your... What is ignorance? It's not just about uh, um, what you have not known. Ignorance to me is ignoring the revealed knowledge. You already know that this is it. Ignoring the truth, when you already know it, but you ignore it, and because you have ignored it, 
you are now going uh, running at a putting yourself under the bondage of it again. That is ignorance as far as I'm concerned. It's not just that you don't know. You know it, you have read it in the scriptures, you have done, but you refuse to believe it. And uh, you ignored it. And then you are now putting yourself under that bondage again. That is ignorance. Now, bro- brothers and sisters listening, I would want us to just ruminate on that. Why we go on a short break now, when we come back, we now move on to see what the scripture says about worry, especially in Matthew chapter 6. Thank you. Let's go on a short break now. I know yes, you've been listening to the voice of Pastor Ayo Agunloye, which joins us on Tuesday mornings here on Gospel Best Radio for Reflections Tuesday. Uh, that is for reflections on current themes from your Potter's House, a daily devotional published by Pastor Ayo Agunloye. Today you've been listening to an episode from November 1, 2022, and how amazing uh, that that episode is still as refreshing, still as relevant, still as 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 important as ever we thank the lord this is this is one titled war against worry apostle Aguilar is presently traveling so we urge you to keep him in your prayers if you want to reach out to pastor Aguilar, if you want to receive daily if you want to receive episodes of your podcast house on your mobile phone, uh, please reach out to Pastor Ayagunloye on 0808 718 or reach out to him by email at paul.agunloye at gmail.com. He's also the pastor of New Christian Baptist Church in Paracourt River State. If you find yourself in that beautiful city, south-south Nigeria, uh, the church is at 31 Ajip Road by Ada George Rumeme Paracourt. By the grace of God, we'll be here tomorrow at 7 a.m. for Waiting on God Wednesday. If you have anybody in your heart that the Holy Spirit wants you to share with God's people, please do not hesitate to do so. Use that link on our page that says Send Anonymous Prayer Request. Click that link and send the prayer in anonymously and the Lord will help us to join you uh, in tabling the request before the Lord. And the Lord, you know that so well, is always ready to hear us. Is in fact more ready to hear than we are than we are to ask, or that we will ask of Him. Again, I, I, I remind you, what we are listening to today is the program titled "War Against Worry." War against worry. It was uh, this message was delivered here on Gospel Best Radio. On November 1, 2022, on November 1, 2022, and we are bringing it on again because Pastor Aguli is not available to join us live today. So I'll be blessed by it. I've been blessed by it, and I know that this, this second part of the of the message will be a blessing as well. So do stay with us. God bless you. God bless you. Very good.
Over to you, Pastor. Thank you so much, sir. Thank you. And um, welcome. We have been talking about worry because worry is actually the cause of, of worry in many many of us. We hurry. We are always in a hurry. We hurry for this. We hurry for that. We want God to just answer our prayer instantly. There is instant, instant everything, instant noodles, instant food. Food is ready. Everything there is. There is, we just want in a hurry everything, and then we want God. In fact, people name their ministries Jehovah Sharp Sharp and then um, different, different different letter cafe and a lot of things like that. As if to say they are the ones that will actually answer the prayers when they pray. As if God does not actually delay prayers sometimes. They say lesser kesteni and things like that. When you when you are actually in a hurry, you should know that you have left the Zion Foundation and you have shifted ground from the the solid foundation to the sinking sand. And in a in a in worry and in hurry, they are the twins that cannot be separated. Let me read what we have on our devotional for that day. Um, that that was then so on Sunday, this day before yesterday. Now, the world system has a way of putting people under the pressure of worrying about everything, making them hurry and rush in life. It is good to state quickly here that he who lives in a in a in, in, he who lives in worry dies in a hurry. Both worry and hurry are the trouble twins. I call them trouble twins because they are always causing trouble that war against your standing upon the Zion Foundation. You have to fight them. Both worry and hurry are the trouble twins that war against your standing upon the Zion Foundation. You have to fight them. This is what the Almighty Lord says. I'm quoting um, Isaiah 28, 16 in another version now, yeah. in God's Word's version. He said, this is what the Lord, the Almighty Lord says. I am going I am going to lay a rock in Zion, a rock that has been tested, a precious cornerstone, a solid foundation. We whoever believes in him will not worry. Whoever believes in him will not worry. So worry is now the 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 evidence that you have left the Zion Foundation. You may have been on the Zion Foundation from the beginning or for a long time, but there is a check. There is something that helps you to check according to these scriptures. There is a litmus test that helps you to know, have I shifted ground? Am I on the sinking sand or on Christ the solid rock? We always sing that song. On Christ the solid rock I stand. All other ground is sinking sand. Wherever you shift ground, sometimes you don't know. You keep confessing positive, you keep saying things as if you are still on the ground, but actually you have left the solid, you have left the solid foundation, you have left the Zion foundation and you are thinking sand, but you don't know because you are not checking, you are not actually checking, it's just like BP, uh, if you don't have the apparatus to be checking regularly, you may not know whether it is high or low, you just think that it is, you are still normal so it is important to have this test and know. And the test, one of the tests that we have dealt with and that we are now dealing with today is worry. 
when you see yourself worrying or you see yourself in a hurry either to get answer to a prayer or to get something you just want to get everything instantly you want to get it done and you think that uh, your prayer that you are praying alone by yourself your family is not getting answered on time enough and you are thinking that my time on earth is going you know all those kind of prayers that put people under under pressure the kind of prayers that your pastors have put you under to say, see, you, this is going, this is happening, this is happening, and uh, you are not, uh, you are not care, you are not uh, bothered about your life to cry, to shout, to pray that God, uh, God should provide this for you, or God should promote you, or do all these physical things for you. Or see, when you are in a hurry, whether in even if it is driving you to pray up and down here and there, and you think that your own prayer is not enough again, so you need somebody who is closer to God to come and pray for you, and then you are running else, you will find yourself in a soup very soon because you are making, you are, you are in a hurry and you are worrying and you are moving away from the Zion foundation we live by faith and overcomes the world by faith and then you are moving to sinking sand which will swallow the, the victim. Please, brethren, if you are in a, if you find yourself that you are worrying about anything, you have been on the same grade for some time and you feel that you are worrying yourself about it and you are in a hurry to get a promotion, if you are not careful, the Bible says those who want to get rich, they find themselves in several temptations. They enter into several temptations. If you want promotion, if you want this and you are hurrying about it, you cannot wait for God to do it. The Bible says upon Mount Zion there shall be deliverance, there shall be holiness, and that's the, the house of Jacob will possess their possession. So the Lord has promised it. All you need is just continue to stand on Zion foundation. Trust him that he's able to do it. Trust him that he loves you and he will do it in his time. When it is time, he will do it. He does not forget and he will not forget you. And even if you think he forgets, you just keep reminding him in prayer. And as long as you continue to pray, you don't need to worry. Let me tell you, Jesus said those people that, are, that do not take the, their faith as a little child cannot inherit the kingdom of God. And what does a little child do? Do you know what they do? When they bring their report card, their results home, and with the deal for payment of their school fees, they just give it, hand it over to their father and ask their father, where uh, their mother, where is my food? And when they are eating, the next thing is gone out to go and play ball or to go and play. They have forgotten about whatever they have the school have written about the school fees, about this, bring this tomorrow, bring this next tomorrow. They have told their mother, their father, they said, they said we should bring a so-so-so thing tomorrow. They said this and that, and then that is all. They have gone to play. They are not worrying about anything in their life. But you now, because you think you have grown and you are matured, and then you are worrying, don't you think that those little children are better than you? They are more mature than you because they are not worried. They are not in a hurry. They are just simply dependent in faith on the, their father or their parents, trusting that their parents will do what they have told them. Now, God laid a tested and precious rock in Zion as a solid foundation for us to build our lives for eternal safety. God said, whoever believes in him will not worry. That is what God's word said. 
Whoever believes in him will not worry. If you believe in Christ and his finished work on the cross, you know you need no other sacrifice. You need no other plea. You need no worry. You need no go running up and down. You need no no hurry. You need just to be patient. The Bible says we should not be slothful, but we should be followers of those who through faith and patience obtained the promise. Why is it that you are in a hurry for God to answer it? If you check it, you will discover the lust of the flesh at work there. The Zion Foundation is Jesus Christ himself, not a thing or a place. That's according to First Corinthians chapter 3, verse 11. That says there's no other foundation any man can lay that we can lay apart from that which is laid and which is Jesus Christ our Lord. God also said we can only stand upon the Zion foundation by believing in him. And the man that we believe in him is that we will not worry. Anyone who worries is shifting ground onto other ground, which is thinking sand. Amazingly, the most terrible causes of worry that horridly shifts people away from the Zion Foundation onto sinking sand and not the basic amenities of life like food, clothing, and shelter. But the luxuries of life, they want promotion. They want, uh, uh, they want a car. They want a personal house of their own. They want this. They want to travel abroad. They want, you know, a lot of things people worry about are not even food and, uh, and uh, um, drink and uh, clothes the clothes that they need. If, if you see people worrying about clothes, it's not because they are naked. It's because they want to dress like they are the world or like other people. They also, they, they feel inferior with the basic ones they have and therefore they want something that will, that will be like others so that when a, a secondary school mate meets them, they will not feel inferior and feel, and feel ashamed and say, Kai, it, this person has made it in life. And we were, in fact, I was better than him in school. Oh, and see me now. I'm earning uh, 100,000, common 100,000. And then see him. He's driving uh, Ferrari. He's driving uh, uh, the, the, this, the, this car. And then he's living in Banana Island. And then he's, he's even living, he has relocated abroad with his family. And I'm still here. You are worrying yourself over nothing. What is your problem? You don't even know what the Lord has for you in mind. You are you are comparing yourself with those that you 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 got the job together. They have been promoted over you, in fact, and then you are still there at the level that you are, and you are thinking that it is a problem for you. You don't even know that God is at work in your life. Joseph's phone was going down and down and down just because the Lord. up is actually down and because those ones are being promoted and promoted and you are on the same level that are employed into your hands that you trained in the job even probably you are part of those who interviewed some of them and now they have become your boss and they have they, they are now up there and giving you instructions on what to do. Those that you supervise and you raise up, and they are the ones now giving you, and you are worrying. The problem, the, the problem is that you are comp comparing yourself. You don't actually know what the Lord has for you. See, the truth of the matter is, if you are in Christ and you are still in Zion Foundation, don't think it is one enemy from your father's household that is doing you, or that is destroying, that has made you to be like that. You just, be contented with what you have, and then 
Ask the Lord what he wants you to be doing at that level that you are. Maybe there is a... No, have you not even seen people that are rejecting promotion because they are, they prefer that level? That level is that level pays them more than when they are promoted. Because when they are promoted, they will only be promoted with status and uh, with a title. But not in... Uh, they will not be able to see what they are seeing, especially unbelievers. If, if unbelievers can insist and bribe their way that please, they don't want that promotion so that they will remain on that level and they will be getting what they are getting at that level. How much more you, if the Lord actually has put you in that level so that you will be able to meet those people that you are meeting, to reach them with the gospel, to help them, to do one thing or the other, to touch life. But you, you just want status for yourself, for your flesh. You just want loss of, to satisfy your own personal desire and ego and all that comparing yourself with others you don't you will not fulfill god's purpose on earth and when you end your life the lord will not be able to say welcome thou good and faithful servant you have been faithful in that which i have given you brothers what i'm telling you today is that you need not worry amazingly like i read before the most terrible causes of worry that horribly shifts people away from Zion foundation onto thinking stand and not their basic amenities of life, like food, shelter, and clothing. You worry about your reputations, positions, title, achievements, personal buildings, children. In fact, you call those who relatively would not worry, who you see as the people who are contented with where they are, and they are trying to just uh, see how God will help them maximize that level that they are. You think that they are, they have no future ambition. And you, you, you insult them by calling them NFAs, no future ambitions. But you don't know that they are the ones that have rest. You, you now, you cannot sleep. You have no rest. You are jumping up and down. Brothers, sisters, the, Lord, the word of the Lord is coming to you today. What is the worry in your life and that is making you to go in a hurry? Please. Can you just drop them? The Bible says you should worry for nothing. You should be anxious for nothing. According to Philippians chapter 4, verse, chapter 4, verse 6, or chapter 6, verse 4, it says that be anxious for nothing, but in all things, with prayer and supplication and thanksgiving, make your request known unto the Lord. Why not just leave, drop it at his feet and leave it there? When children drop their 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 report cards on the or with, with their parents, they don't go and be asking him to give them back or their uh, um, school fees, their bills, that this is the bill they said we should pay. They don't go back to be saying, Father, let me even see it. How is my father going to be able to pay this now? And they start thinking, or they start worrying, and they start hurrying that, Daddy, where is it now? Where is it now? Where is it now? However, Jesus' warning in Matthew chapter 6, verse 24 to 34, was not even against worrying over luxury. He said, he's, that is, he has even assumed that you are not going to be worrying over luxuries. He said, give no thought to what you will eat, what you will drink, where you will live, what you will wear. Give no thought to those basic amenities. It's not even, he has assumed that you, you as a child of God will not even be thinking about luxuries, about those other things that you are really, really worrying about. But if now your worry is even about the necessary things that the Lord knows that you need, why should you worry about it? He said you should not worry, but you should present your need unto him. He said he must have concluded that disciples have learned contentment with basic needs of life. Like Paul said that 
um, having food and raiment, we will be contented with it. Yes. And Philippians chapter 4, verse 12 to 13, Paul said, I have learned to abase and I have learned to abound. When there is nothing and when there is too much, I have learned to manage it. When there is nothing, I will not complain. When there is too much, I will not misbehave and then consume it all on myself. I have learned to do it. I can do all things through Christ that strengthens me. Jesus' warning was against worrying about even your basic legitimate needs, which God knows you need. And he is more than willing to provide for you. God feeds the sparrows, clothes the lilies, and shelters the snails. You are more important to God than they are. Why then do you worry and hurry for anything faster than the Lord brings them? Why then do you worry and hurry for anything faster than the Lord? Faster than the time that the Lord will bring them to you. Why do you force doors to open for yourself? God does not come late. Even minister. Why is it that you are going up and down, running up and down, just doing, using marketing strategies to build your church, to just make sure that people come to your church? God, Jesus said, I will build my church. And we read in the New Testament that those who join the church are those that are believing. Yes. And you don't cover that. One church is growing over hands. It's a depletion of other churches, other various churches. It's not a depletion on hell. Hell is still enlarging his own stomach while you are building your church. Then where are the people coming from? They are still coming from other churches and you are rejoicing that we are the fastest growing church in this vicinity. Please, brothers, you are living in a mirage and it is not correct. The Lord must have mercy on all of us in the name of Jesus. Why then do you worry and worry for anything? God does not come late. Whenever he comes, is the best time for you. He makes all things beautiful with time. But um, Philippians 4, 6, but the message version says, don't pray or worry. Instead of worrying, pray. Let petitions and praises shape your worries into prayers. Letting God know your concerns. And that same verse, that same verse in the Living Bible says, don't worry about anything. Instead, instead pray about everything. Tell God your needs and don't forget to thank him for answers. I want to quickly, I want us to just quickly read uh, Matthew chapter 6 because I, I, I hope I will just read it because we have to stop now. Matthew chapter 6 where Jesus actually spoke about worrying when he says, give no thoughts. Give no thought exactly. from from verse twenty four. Um, okay, let's read from verse twenty five. I'll just read it. Therefore, I say unto you, this is Jesus that is speaking in red letter mm-hmm. um, portions of the Bible. That is Matthew chapter six from verse twenty five. Therefore, I say unto you, take no thought for your life. Whatever ye shall eat, or what ye shall drink, nor yet for your body what ye shall put on, is not the life more than meat, and the body more than raiment. Behold, the fowls of the air, for they sow not, neither do they reap, nor gather any bands. Yet your heavenly Father feeded them. Are ye not much better than they? Do you know? notice what the Bible is saying? That give no thought. 
Give no thought, no thought, no thought. Let alone worry yourself about it. Give no thought. Give no thought. Let it not be part of. Instead of thinking about it, what if you do is to pray about it and leave it because you can forget it and wait for you to answer it. You just got to be this platform where he has called you. That platform is in your office, in politics, in, in, bank, in the bank, you are working as a banker or you are working as a lecturer, wherever the platform that he has called you to serve him is. Serve him there and let him feed you. Which of you, by taking thought, can add one cubit onto his stature? Mm-hmm. And why take ye thought for raiment? Consider the lilies of the field, how they grow, they toil not, they neither do, do they speak. And yet I say unto you, that even Solomon in all his glory was not arrayed like one of these. Wherefore, if God so clothed the grass of the field, which today is, and tomorrow is cast into the oven, mm-hmm. shall he not much more clothe you Oh, you of little faith. Have you seen now that whenever you worry, you have little faith? As a matter of fact, you have, have left the Zion Foundation. Don't worry about it. Therefore, take no thought. Take no thought. Saying, what shall we eat? Or what shall we drink? No, or where without shall we be clothed? For after all this, after all these things do the Gentiles seek. Have you seen again that it is the Gentiles that seek after what to eat, what to drink, what to wear, and all those things. It is the Gentiles that run after all those things. You are not an orphan. You are not somebody that does not have God. God is there for you. Your Father in heaven knows that. you. For your Heavenly Father knows that you have need of all this. If you are worrying like the Gentiles, then you have you, are, you have become a gentile and you have left the divine foundation unto speaking things. But seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, and all these things shall be added unto you. If you are seeking first the kingdom of God in truth and, and in deed, and his righteousness, and the glory of God, and the souls of men, on the platform where God has called you to serve him, to work for him. See, I can tell you from personal experience that the Lord will not leave you stranded. Amen. Therefore, the last verse, Take therefore no thought for the morrow. And many of us, you see that what you are thinking about is for tomorrow. You say you are saving for the rainy day, the day, the, the rain that has not fallen. For the morrow shall take thought for the thing of itself. Sufficient unto the day is the evil thereof. Deal with the day and live one day at a time. The Lord will help every one of us as we trust Him to to live a life without worry as we place our worries at his feet and drop it there and leave it there in the name of Jesus. Amen. 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 And amen. I know you should be listening to the voice of Pastor Ayo Agunloye, who is the pastor of New Christian Baptist Church in Port River State, and also the publisher of your Porter's House, that daily de- daily devotional that you can also have access to. And this message uh, that you just listened to is from November 1, 2022, when Pastor Agunloye appeared on this program, as he always does on Tuesday mornings on gospelbearsday.com. Pastor Agunloye is presently traveling. Please keep him in your prayers, and we do trust by the grace of God that will be with us live next week next week uh, on Tuesday and I do believe that you have been blessed by this by this 
message. I've been blessed. Uh, as I listen to it again, I recall the very day that he first delivered this message on God's Best Radio. Uh, you know, when the Holy Spirit led him to emphasize what our Lord said in Matthew when he said, Take no thought, take no thought, and you had that repetition there. Take no thought, take no thought, take no thought. Oh, that we would listen, oh, that we would hear, oh, that we would indeed take no thought and live as victors, those for whom God has already provided. We have joining us on WhatsApp, Omiyoji. Thank you very much. God bless you. She has referred us to Psalm 46. Psalm 46, uh, the last verse says, Wait patiently for the Lord, and indeed, may the Lord help us to wait patiently for him indeed what a wonderful message for us to hear at this time uh, going to the end of the year so if you are in that category of people who for whom christ has died for whom the wonderful promises in his word have been given but who continue to to worry to worry oh do not worry take no thought take no thought take no thought for your life take no thought whatsoever thank you also very much what a beautiful beautiful time we've had uh, this morning on reflections tuesday with pastor ayo agloe coming up next on gospel best radio on the lord's side uh, christian perspectives on news and current events and uh, just before that newspaper headlines from nigeria God bless you really good. We're going to uh, have a closing prayer now. I'm going to play the closing prayer from November 1, 2022 uh, by Pastor Ayagule. Do stay with us. begin to take stock, you know, it should be Thanksgiving, the year is running to an end. So, uh, the Holy Spirit has, has worked it that a timely message will come to the body of Christ at such a time and we give we give all the glory to God. Thank you very much, Pastor, for always joining us. We appreciate you. We pray we the thank Lord. the Lord. Thank you for having me and the opportunity. Glory to God. May the Lord increase Amen. the anointing upon you in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Okay, please say a word of prayer as we bring this to you. All right, sir. Our Father, we thank you for how you have helped us again today. We know that you have us in mind and you are committed to helping us. And the way you help us is really to send your word to us. Mm -hmm. We thank you. We thank you because you know what we need and you are sending help. Mm -hmm. We are not taking it for granted. Lord, we are begging that we must this help that you are sending to us. We will not just leave it without applying it to our lives in the name of Jesus. Help every one of us that are currently listening and that will meet hereafter to actually um, to, to actually apply this so that we will remain on Zion Foundation and we will not leave the Zion Foundation in the name of Jesus. Amen. Father Lord, please help our lives. Help our lives that at the end we will not miss it in Jesus' name. Amen. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Lord, Lord, I pray for everyone. Thank you, for bringing us to November. Thank I pray you. for everyone that is listening right now and that will listen here after that this November we will all desire the new wine Amen. and we will make, we will actually hate the old wine in the name of Jesus. Amen. You will Amen. take us to be closer with you in the name of Jesus. Amen. And so all the old things will pass away in our life. Amen. And I'm praying for the gospel bells radio that the heavens will be open wider Amen. upon them Amen. and that you send the help to them Amen. in the name of Jesus. You uphold them and you move them forward. Amen. Help them to fulfill your purpose. Amen. The reason why you have called 
and establish that in the name of Jesus. Thank you, Father. Blessed be your holy name. Remember, we bring testimony unto us from the Lord in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Gospelbellsradio.com is a community of believers learning together, praying together, bearing one another's bodies, and engaging the culture with the mind of Christ. To listen to live programs, tune in to www.gospelbellsradio.com. God bless you. Psalm 46 To the chief musician, a psalm of the sons of Korah, a song for Alamoth. God is our refuge and strength, a very present help in trouble. Therefore we will not fear, even though the earth be removed, and though the mountains be carried into the midst of the sea, though its waters roar and be troubled, though the mountains shake with its swelling. Selah. There is a river whose streams shall make glad the city of God, the holy place of the tabernacle of the Most High. God is in the midst of her, she shall not be moved. God shall help her, just at the break of dawn. The nations raged, the kingdoms were moved. He uttered his voice, the earth melted. The Lord of hosts is with us, the God of Jacob is our refuge. Selah. Come, behold the works of the Lord, who has made desolations in the earth. He makes wars cease to the end of the earth. He breaks the bow and cuts the spear in two. He burns the chariot in the fire. Be still and know that I am God. I will be exalted among the nations. I will be exalted in the earth. The Lord of hosts is with us. The God of Jacob is our refuge. Good morning. These are the headlines from Nigeria today, 21st November 2023. From the Punch newspaper, reps probe 447 billion naira COVID-19 spending summons 83 MDAs. Federal government to use Starlink for job creation, says Tijani. Shetima constitutes multi-sectoral human capital development committee. Tinubu working to reverse jackpot trend, says aid. On the business news, again, CBN postpones MPC as inflation soars. Tinubu who's G20 investors, FAAC meets over multiple taxation. From the Sun newspaper, Rep task government on safety of schools promises to ensure enforcement of PWD Act. Defense headquarters reveals how troops followed attack on Yobe governor's convoy. Supreme Court fixes March 13th to hear Lagos and Ekiti suit against federal government and 34 states. Human Capital Development, Federal Government Setup Committee to Drive Program. Under Business News, reps move to probe Lottery Trust Fund over use of 100% IGR. Subsidy Removal, 
Federal government records over 1 trillion naira monthly revenue inflow, says Minister. CBN battles severe headwinds to achieve price stability. From the leadership newspaper, oil prospecting license 245. Federal government open to Malabo oil well restoration, says the NUPRC. Three months after, Archip lingers at states defend 180 billion naira palliatives. Telecom firms worry over 200 billion naira USSD debt and 52 taxes. Minister pledges continuity of World Bank programs. Federal government targets 100,000 displaced children for school feeding. Parliamentary workers suspend strike. Nigeria seeks new approach against illegal financial flow. Tinubu not undermining judiciary. No plan for one-party rule, says the presidency. Tinubu seeks Siemens investments in Nigerian power and rail sectors. From this day newspaper, federal government's federation accounts received average of 1 trillion naira monthly inflows in subsidy removal. MTEF and FSP, Senate alleges heads of MDA's running accounts like private property. Tinubu and 17 other African leaders in Germany for G20 compact with Africa Con Conference. From the Vanguard newspaper, Economic Re Recovery, editors confirm urges federal government to reduce deafening anxiety among Nigerians. Plateau elections, you cost your woes, presidency replies article and the PDP. On ease in financial markets, as CBN's MPC meeting failed to hold. From New Telegraph newspaper, Senate chides FMBN for generating 59.02 billion naira and spending 58.44 billion naira. Appeal court judgment, NNPP and APC debunk violence protests in Kano. Kalu ails long-standing diplomatic ties between Nigeria and the UAE. Petrol tanker drivers debunk planned nationwide strike. On the business news, CBN upbeat on price stability despite October inflation report. Federal government to produce 2 million barrels of crude oil per day by 2024. From the Guardian newspaper, Universal Day of the Child, UNICEF and others raise concerns about children. Military airstrike killed ISWAP terrorists in Borno. Nigeria loses 1.4 trillion naira yearly to contract scams, could lose more. Group ones. Federal government hopeful of Ekiti's contribution to mining sector development. And that's it for today. 
I am Fisola Adrogbangwa for Gospel Bells Radio. Thank you and have a blessed day. I know yes, thank you too. I wish you a blessed day indeed. God bless you, Rigo. Thank you for joining us again this morning on Gospel Bells Radio as always. We appreciate you. Yes, yes, yes. God bless you, we good. God bless you, we good. I'm going to play this song now. Everything's gonna be all right in Christ. Coming up next on Gospel Best Radio on the Lord's side, Christian perspectives on news and current events. Do stay with us. God bless you, we good.
We want to give our all to Him. We want to totally surrender to Him so that He can take control of our lives and so that His will can be done in our lives. That's His will for each and every one of us. So we want to sing that song to Him today. We want you to lift your hands as we worship the Lord with this song. And we're going to sing yes to our God.
presence in this room right now. And we thank you, Jesus, that you are great, and you are mighty, and you are real, and you are is good all the time he put a song of praise in this heart of mine well God is good all the time through that darkest night his light will shine Well, God is good God is good All the time Here we go God is good All the time Put a song of praise In this heart of mine God is good All the time
And yes, good morning to you once again. If you are just joining us today, we are glad to have you at gospelbearsradio.com, your community Christian internet talk radio with a mission to engage contemporary culture with the mind of Christ. It's Tuesday, the 21st of November, 2023. The program is On the Lord's Side, Christian Perspectives on News and Current Events. My name is Olufemi Oguntoku. You can follow me on Twitter at Olufemi Oji. You can follow Gospel Bears Radio on Twitter at Gospel Bears Radio. I want to begin this morning uh, by engaging with this story. A fascinating story indeed. Uh, the sort of story that you come across in movies, in Nigerian movies, uh, and you, I mean, you just wonder. But here, this is this is real. This is a judge of the Lagos State High Court uh, saying in open court, warning uh, litigants and members of the public in the court not to leave. Listen to this: not to leave charms, not to leave charms in our court. Not the leave champs in the court. That's what the judge said. I'm going to take this report from from this platform. He says, "Stop leaving champs in my courtroom." Lagos judge warns as trial of five murder suspects begins. Stop leaving champs in my court. Uh, that's what this report says. And listen to this. It says Justice Hakim Oshodi of Anikeja High Court has warned members of the public. To stop leaving charms in his courtroom. Or should he give the warning on Monday, November 20, 2023, as the trial of five men charged with the murder of one Ifiai Etsumiche began? Quote No one should leave charms in my courtroom. It should not be repeated. A talisman was found after the last adjourned date in the murder case. He said, the judge will refer to the charm as property. Warn the courtroom audience, do not leave your property here again. It does not work anymore. Interesting. Interesting choice of words by that judge. You will agree with me. He referred to, he referred to the talisman uh, that, according to him, was left in his courtroom after the last adjourned date in that particular case. He referred to that talisman as property, and he said, well, please, uh, do not leave your property here again. It does not work anymore. And for, for those who are Africans and who, who are familiar with those who place their trust in things like this, and of course in the reality of evil, you know that there are so many people who, uh, who would suppose that they can be saved by, by relying and trusting in those small liturgy gods and evil and witchcraft and all those other machinations. And as Christians, as people on the Lord's side, we are not people to say, oh, these things don't exist. They do exist. If, as a Christian, you are led to say they don't exist, that is the first step in getting into the trap of Satan. The trap of Satan, somebody wisely observed, saying that uh, one of the best tricks of Satan is to convince people that it does not exist. In fact, it would appear to be the best trick of Satan ever to convince people that it does not exist. But once you believe that it does, it does not exist, then uh, you do not believe what the Bible teaches. The Bible teaches that we wrestle not against flesh and blood, but against principalities and powers. So the devil exists. Evil powers exist. Exist, and those who have been led to believe that evil powers do not exist, that the people who ultimately will be led uh, to say there is nothing to the world, there is no need to worship the Lord God Almighty because uh, we are just who we are, we are just here, and it all ends here. That is not the case. That is not uh, that is not the case. Evil powers exist. This the devil exists, but we do know that those powers 
cannot dominate those who are upheld who are upheld by the right hand by the victorious right hand of the lord god of, of the lord god almighty as our lord not declare that all powers belong to god is that not is that not what the prophet declared all powers belong to god all powers belong to god so this these evil gods and small energy gods they, they they exist but all powers belong to god and what is more Psalm 16, their sorrows multiply, who hasten after another God. Their sorrows multiply, who hasten after another God. And I love the declaration of the psalmist in Psalm 16, when he, after he observed, their sorrows multiply, who hasten after another God. Then he made that pledge. He made that pledge. He said, he said, I drink offerings of blood, I will not offer, I will not take up their names on my lips. And that should be, uh, the, uh, that should be the resolution, the pledge of all of us who are on the Lord's side. Yes, they exist, but we know, we know that, uh, the power of God, trumps their power that is number one and what is more that they those who go after them their sorrows multiply because a a the devil has come to do what to steal to kill and to destroy only the lord god almighty through our lord jesus christ has come to give life and to give it more abundantly but going back to this story if you were that judge or if you found a talisman uh, in your place of work or in your marketplace or in any place belonging to you, uh, what would you do? Would you become really afraid and say, wow, they've left a talisman here. Would you then begin to run Elta Skelter and say, look, come and help me? Would you go and say, look, I need somebody to uh, come and do some incantation to, to remove the talisman from there? And I mean, speaking about that, we should we should humor ourselves uh, just a bit, although it's not a matter to, to make light of, because there are some people who... I mean, for, for 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 reasons that one cannot place one's hands on, who who would do things like that? You find a talisman, say in your courtroom or in your office or in your place of business or in your home, and you do not know who has who has put it there, but you know clearly that it looks like a charm, it looks like a talisman, it looks like something that uh, wizards and witches and and sorcerers and all such persons will give to people, and then you become afraid, you become mortally afraid, and then you know some people in their in their foolishness, and uh, we use that word advisedly and knowingly, in their foolishness, we then go out and try to seek the powers of other witches and other wizards, the powers of other sorcerers, and say, look, I found this talisman here. Please come and help me remove it. And those people will now come, you know, using the same power, and try and, and, and of course, making us if uh, that they were helping uh, that person. Of course, that would be real foolishness because, you see, uh, brothers don't war against brothers. Kingdoms don't fight against kingdoms. Uh, the devil of the, the, the kingdom of the devil will not fight against itself. So if you were to invite uh, one force, one representative of the kingdom of devil to come and fight another representative of the, of the kingdom of the devil i mean they will just make a prey they just make a prey p-r-e-y out of you and they just say to they just say to them so okay yeah go go and help go and help him go and help her and of course they will just multiply the sorrow of that person they just multiply the face of that of that person if you if you watch uh, movies produced in nigeria and many african countries you come across these things uh, from time to time and they are real indeed uh, where they just say okay well this person wants you to uh, to help well maybe just go there and and pretend as if you are trying to help but the truth is we know uh, from psalm 16 their sorrows multiply who is saying after another god uh, one other thing one other option one one option which we have discussed is for those uh, those who will go after evil powers to help them confront evil powers that is foolishness because 
such a person will just become a prey uh, to 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 the evil powers. Uh, the other thing, the other option is for one to just ignore it, and that people will just ignore those things and say, look, they are powerless. They mean absolutely, absolutely nothing. That would appear to be the approach of this judge. I do hope that is truly his approach, right? We do not know whether that is truly his approach. It could be that uh, that because I, I try to picture the scenario, uh, perhaps after the court sitting uh, the last time, uh, so the court clerks or the court registrar discovered the talisman. Uh, they must have discovered it and they must have gone to the to his lordship's chamber and must have said, your lord, we found this in the courtroom just after uh, after that case. We found this talisman in the courtroom. I do not know whether they were able to pick it up. There are people that when they find things like that, they won't even be able to touch it and would run away and uh, perhaps would call on some people to help them. I mean, these things happen. I have a client who told me recently, uh, she she came from the United Kingdom and tried to open uh, an eatery uh, in a part of Lagos. She did open the eatery. She engaged a certain lady uh, that I also know, and we concluded all the contract. But but months later, I met up with her again, and she told me how the relationship went went south, went sour, in fact, and that the lady she employed to manage the place actually uh, was was putting talisman and charms in the place that she believed that uh, the lady did not want her to return to Nigeria uh, to oversee the business, that she was falling ill, and that eventually when she took the bold decision to sack the lady, uh, they looked at the office, attached to the restaurant, and they found many charms and talisman there. And when they tried to remove the charms and talisman, the person who, who actually packed them, the new manager, who physically packed the talisman and the charm, fell down and fell into a form of concussion and, had to, and landed in the hospital. And landed in the hospital. So these things do happen. There are still many people in the world today uh, who are after those other gods. And yes, I've been saying you find it in many, uh, in many of the movies produced in Africa, but that's not to say that uh, evil powers uh, are not existent in the other part of the world. They are there. You are there. I mean, go and follow the culture very closely in the U.S. and in Europe. You find that uh, witchcraft has always been there. Sorcery has always been there. And it is even making a comeback into popular culture where you find uh, people trying to pay these things in uh, in modern light, in modern light, yes, we, we did engage with a story last week on, on the law side where a lady uh, mentioned that uh, mentioned that she she delved into new age practices like witchcraft. Witchcraft is not an, it's not a new age practice. It's something that has been there from time immemorial. You go through the Bible, the Old Testament, and you find warnings against against witchcraft from time to time. I mean, what are we to make of these germs and talisman? What are we to make of them? We are not, make, we are not to make light of them. Uh, one, uh, one end of the stick is to make totally light of them and say oh, they, are absolutely, they are truly absolutely nothing. And remember what Apostle Paul said, and, and I love it when he said it very clearly, uh, in, in 1 Corinthians 8, of course, in that portion of the scripture, the Apostle Paul was discussing the issue of foods offered to idols, and he was making a point different from the point we are trying to make here. But uh, on the road to making that point, the Apostle said something that is true, totally true. He said, we know, he said, we know that an idol is nothing at all in the world, and that there is no God but one. That's what I was saying. An idol is nothing in the world. There is no God but one. An idol is nothing in the world. And, and, and that is the Christian approach because, well, there cannot be two captains in the ship. There cannot be two master in a house. There cannot be 
two big lizard G God in the world. There is only one God, the Father Almighty, who has said all powers belong to God. Uh, when our Lord resurrected from the dead, he, he, he said to the disciples, what he says to all of, us, all of us every new day, all authority and power in heaven and on earth have been given to me to me so if all powers belong to god how can there be other powers elsewhere some say well some powers have been donated to this to satan or some have not been removed from him for a while for a while and there is uh, there is some theological sense and, and truth in that but what we know is that at the name of jesus what happens every knee must bow every tongue must confess that jesus christ is lord and that is why uh a Christian would not go to the flippant, the flippant end of the stick and say, "Oh, it, it means nothing, and I'll just deal with it in my own power." You know, that's the that, that's the danger. That's the danger for the person who takes that kind of attitude. Who says, "Look, this talisman, these charms mean absolutely nothing." So, man, just pick it up and throw it away. Uh, that is again the devil, you know, trying to trap a person uh, to suppose that in his own power, in her own power, he or she can deal with issues like that. There is nothing without me. You can do nothing. That's what the Lord said. So a Christian should never take that uh, that approach that says, "Look, uh, it means nothing. I can just take it and, and treat it away." The Christian prays. The Christian every time, every time depends on the power of God. Psalm 27 verse 1: The Lord is my light and my salvation. Whom shall I fear? The Lord is the stronghold of my life. Or whom shall I be afraid? The Christian should not be afraid of evil powers. We should not live in in mortal dread of evil powers, but we must rely. I mean, we are not afraid because the Lord is the stronghold of our lives. Of our lives, that's it. We are not afraid because, well, we are not afraid because we can deal with those evil powers. No, uh, that there's a difference. That is different between not being afraid because. Look, they mean nothing, and I, and I can deal with them. And I, the other side of not being afraid, because the Lord is the strength of my life. Again, Isaiah forty-one ten. So do not be afraid, for I am with you. I will uphold you with my righteous right hand. So the reason why we are not afraid is because He is with us, because He has promised to to uphold us with His uh, with His righteous right hand. And of course, Romans eight thirty-one. What then shall we say in response to this? If God is for us. Who can be against us again? Uh, these powers cannot be against us, cannot overwhelm us. Why? Because God is for us. It is all because of God. It all leads back to God. We have no power of our own unless uh, we trust in Him. First John four four, which we all know so well. You, you, their children, you are from God, and you have overcome them because the one who is in you is greater than the one who is in the world. There is one in the world, so there is one in the world, but the one in us is greater than he who is in the world. Again, it is because because he is in us, not because of ourselves. And Psalm 118 verse 6, The Lord is with me. I will not be afraid. What can mere mortals do to me? And they are actually mere mortals. A lot of described them that ultimately they are idols made with human hands uh, with eyes that cannot see with ears that cannot hear and those who make them will soon be made like them. So uh, for this this we do not know who left the talisman in the courtroom of his lordship of his lordship justice akimo shodi of the Lagos state high court we do not know those who left it there but whoever left it there should go and read some 16 should know that well his or her sorrow will be multiplied by hastening after other god he or she should be reminded that there is no salvation elsewhere there is no way by which anyone may be saved except through our lord and savior jesus christ and if it is you if you find yourself 
if you find yourself, uh, if you find people trying to intimidate you, trying to put you in mortal fear uh, by the threat of using charms and talisman and other evil machinations from, from small letter G gods against you, all that, you'll be reminded that he that is in you is greater than he that is in the world. And next, we want to go to this story, the story of a, a lady uh, popularly known on Twitter as Posh Mama. Of course, you know that Twitter is now X. The platform is now known as X, but you know, old habits die hard. Many, many people still refer to the platform as Twitter. I still do as well, but we wish you all get to that place where we refer to that platform as X. It is now named X, but this woman, popular on that platform, used to be known as Twitter, still popularly called Twitter, Known as Posh Mama, she was a notable supporter of the, and I use words because unfortunately she died yesterday from many reports that we have come across on X. Uh, she was a notable supporter of the president, uh, President Bola mentioned, which she was also a notable, I mean by extension, a notable supporter of the All Progressives Congress. At a time when uh, the presidency of former President Mahmoud Bari was so unpopular, uh, she continued to support uh, that presidency uh, the same way that the current president did support that presidency because, you know, for obvious reasons, for political reasons. So, but you see, there is, there, there, there is, there is a place, there is a point where uh, support uh, for political candidates, uh, political preference, or where political preferences, uh, support for political preferences sometimes lead some people to cross lines that ought not to be crossed, to cross lines that ought not to be crossed. And most times when people cross those lines, moral lines, moral lines, when they cross uh, lines where uh, their humanity is not reflected, it is sad, it's sad. I've always said to people uh, once you never get into a position where your loyalty to a political party, where your loyalty to a political objective or where your loyalty to any earthly objective should lead you to compromise on certain things. And one of the things that we should not compromise on, of course, for us on the Lord's side is our faith, is our belief in God. Nothing should ever, ever make you deny your Lord or do anything contrary to what he has asked you to do. Uh, but also, again, in the society, that your, your mix of human kindness should never be watered down or discarded or disregarded in pursuit of loyalty to uh, to a political candidate or to a political party or to a political objective or to whatever other objective as well. Well, this lady, Posh Mama, on March 28, 2022. Now, first, if I say the, the, that date, March 28, 2022, what comes to mind? What comes to mind? Unfortunately, many of us cannot remember any longer. But it was on that day, if you remember in Nigeria, a sad day indeed, that terrorists hijacked a train traveling from Abuja to Kaduna. Terrorists hijacked that train, stopped that train, got onto that train, and randomly shot at people, took hostages, took uh, hostages, kidnapped people, people who were not released until many of them uh, three months afterwards, many of them even for much longer. But 
Some people also died, and unfortunately so. And you see, the tragedy of uh, places, the, the tragedies of societies like ours is that sometimes many of these evil things happen, horrendous things happen, people lose their lives, and well, we we lament it, we mourn for a while, and then we forget. Even the dates sometimes would not uh, would not ring a bell in the heart of government. I mean, you may excuse citizens who who forget the date, but you know the relatives of those who were impacted, the relatives of those who were impacted by the uh, by the horror would never forget. They would never forget. So uh, I remind you again that it was on March 28, 2022, that uh, terrorists hijacked that train. Traveling from Abuja to Kaduna and randomly shot at people. One of the persons shot was this young doctor, uh, Dr. Chinelo, female doctor, Dr. Chinelo. By many accounts from her friends at that time, she uh, she had already perfected plans to leave Nigeria and to travel to the UK. She was going back to the north, I understand, uh, perhaps to finalize some things, to get some documents or some other things which I cannot uh, truly, I cannot, I cannot absolutely, I'm not absolutely starting off right now. But anyway, she was shot on that train. And later on, we got to know that she is actually a, a Christian uh, belonging to the Baptist denomination because a funeral was held at Shepherd Baptist Church in Obanikuru, in Lagos State. Anyway, uh, when she was shot, she was on the train. She then tweeted. She took her phone and went on Twitter and tweeted. She. And these are matters of record. You can see go to her account and you find it that she tweeted saying, I'm in the train. I have been shot. Please pray for me. That's what she tweeted. She said, I'm in the train. Uh, what happened was, uh, I'm in the train would mean that before then, uh, news had gotten out, of course, by people like Dr. Chinelo, God bless her soul, and many others uh, who were in the train. Uh, of course, that, that's the right thing to do. I, I digress and I, and I apologize briefly. That's the wise thing to do nowadays and one of the benefits of the internet and social media that if you find yourself in any trouble, uh, you find a way to to push the word out who knows god could use that to send help to you so many of them immediately the terrorists got on the train uh they took to their social media and sent word out that oh the train had been hijacked and that they needed help so uh, this dr chinelo then then tweeted saying i'm in the train and have been shot please pray for me you know uh many people were alarmed but some others at that time considered it Another ploy to discredit the government of uh, President Muhammadu Bari and by implication the, the APC administration and by implication they thought they thought themselves that it would negatively impact uh, the presidential prospects of their candidate, then candidate Bola Ahmed Nubu. So this lady, this lady, Posh Mama, uh, not, not a young lady, uh, from the picture I've seen, she must be perhaps in her 60s or, or late 50s. Uh, this lady now responded, and it's a matter of record now. Now you find that response that this lady gives, this Posh Mama, the response she gave to Dr. Chinelo, who died on March 28, 2022, uh, is now circulating again on social media. She wrote, in response to Dr. Chinelo, who was in distress, who had been shot in the train, she said, your shot isn't serious. Otherwise, you'll be asking us to call the army. You'll be asking us to call the army, not to pray for you. That's what this lady, Posh Mama, wrote in response to Dr. Chinelo's distress cry on March 28, She said, your shot isn't serious. Otherwise, you'll be asking us to call the army not to pray for you. And then another person responded to Posh Mama saying, well, may this same thing happen to you and may we find it difficult to believe. 
And now these three tweets are now making their rounds again on Twitter. The first one by Dr. Chinelo, who was killed in that train, where she wrote, I'm in the train, I've been shot, please pray for me. The response to that, the reply to that tweet by Posh Mama, when she said, your shot isn't serious, otherwise you'll be asking us to call the army, not pray for you. And the third one, by one Richelle, who responded to Posh Mama, said, may this same thing happen to you, and may we find it difficult to believe. Anyway, news broke uh, yesterday that this same Posh Mama, who did not take the, uh, who did not take the plight of Dr. Chinelo seriously, and who because of her known affinity with the APC and a political candidate, uh, would always would always try to belittle uh, whatever would cast as passion on their political candidate or their political party and that she herself died and she died in what may be described as a ramshackle hospital uh, the point is that uh, those who were with her at, at the last moment and of course we speak about this as dedicated as possible took pictures of her last moment but i, I love that many people who are posting they have cut out uh, our own body uh, but you can see the the room at uh, the hospital room where she found herself in fact she herself tweeted she tweeted uh, before she died i think when she was in this she, she tweeted on july 19 2023 i think she had been battling with this uh, ailment for a while she said i had three pints of blood transfusion last week the hospital charged me 50,000 naira per pint. Uh, that's what she wrote on Twitter on July 19, 2023. Uh, she was lamenting the state of uh, the state of of medical facilities in Nigeria and how she found that she needed uh, blood transfusion and she was charged uh, 50,000 naira per pint. And you find in many other countries that these are things uh, that are made available uh, free of charge. Uh, you find that governments in other climes have uh, perfected uh, the way to how blood banks were supplied from time to time in every hospital, that hospitals have access uh, to these things. Uh, there is always uh, a grants well social program to encourage people to uh, donate blood and to have blood banks well supplied. I do pray. You know, it, 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 it's a very important prayer uh, that many people now pray about Nigeria. I mean, Nigeria not happen to you. And that's the sad thing about Nigeria. And that is why, from time to time, we say that it is not our duty. It's not our duty, really, to just rob the government on the back, to pat the government on the back, and to and you just oil them on. You see, the government does not need any pattern on the back. When you put somebody in a position of a steward, you want the person to do what the person has been appointed or elected to do. You want to hold them to account. You see, holding people to account is the means to getting people to do what is right. But some people think that is not the way. The way is because you love the person, because you like the person personally, uh, because you have a personal interest, just keep, you just keep uh, patting on the back. It is the people who hold office orders to account who are actually doing us good, who are doing the public good. Uh, so, so, I mean, because the reason why people, why, why office holders will not wake up and do what they are supposed to do is because they know that there are some people who, whatever be the case, would always, would always, always, always say, ah, it is well, it is well, even when it is not well. Now, we are not trying to make light of the, of the situation of this woman who has now died. And so I will not go into saying it is karma. Many people on Twitter are saying, oh, it's karma. See how karma works. That somebody said, this same thing will happen to you, that Nigeria will happen to her, and that Nigeria has happened to her, looking at her lament. I do not, that is not the way we should go. As Christian, I say karma has caught up with her. I do not know whether it is, it is the Lord trying to make a point. But I do know, I do know that, you see, the things we say to people, 
the things we say to people will never be forgotten. Will never be forgotten. And one should always be admonished by the a remembrance that when one is gone, when one is gone, all that one had said and done would come back. And those are the things that people will remember. Only remember, only remember for what we have done. I think it does a lot of discredit to the memory of this lady, this posh mama, that at her death, what is remembered on social media is how she was callous in her response to the distress of Dr. Dr. Chinelo. And that should be really humbling for, for many of us. I mean, my brother and I, many times we discuss about uh, when, when, when there are topical issues, you know, on social media. Uh, and my brother and I, we have this joke, you know, between ourselves that, you know, you know, somebody should just hack into our DMs. That is the messages we, we exchange uh, between ourselves. That's where you find, you know, what we truly think about certain things. But, you know, you are not to write the things you, you truly think, your opinions every time and write it as the gospel truth and put it out there you want to be careful it's not that you are being coy it's not that you are being uh you are being timid about expressing your opinions but opinions are just opinions and opinions sometimes are just wrong sometimes are just wrong even most times because we are limited in what we know we're limited in what we know now this lady a posh mama who has now died and may god console members of her family and uh, when she wrote in response to dr chinelo saying you your shot isn't serious otherwise you'll be calling us to call the army not to pray perhaps at that time she yeah she was laboring under the honest belief that there was no attack that people were just trying to rubbish the government of, of president Buhari because that was the thinking of many apc supporters at that time that oh people were just trying to bring up all sorts of 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 contrived evil or contrived uh, uh, circumstances just to rubbish uh, the government of uh, of President Barry until it became clear that indeed the terrorist attack happened. Yeah, indeed people were shot, indeed people were kidnapped. It is possible that she was laboring under that mistaken belief that nothing happened, that it was just a ruse, that it was just propaganda. Maybe she was. I do not know. A state of mind. I cannot know. But you see, even if she honestly believed at that time that people were just trying to uh, to whip up uh, a storm where there was none, I do not think that that response would be the right thing because the things you do not know for a fact, you don't just go out there and then act in such a callous way. And you know, even after Dr. Chinelo died, even after it became clear that she was truly shot and she died and her funeral was held, that people were kidnapped and were held in captivity for so long, she did not delete the tweet. The tweet was left there, meaning that she did not repent of what she of what she wrote. She did not uh, feel offended by she. Uh, she did not regret that she wrote that tweet and responded in such a callous, inhuman way to the distress of the doctor. was just a young female doctor, an innocent Nigerian, I would say, in all of this, not being a politician, and she was caught up in all of this. She said, "I'm in the train. I've been shot. Please pray for me." Me. But because of uh, this posh mama's uh, political preference, uh, she reacted in such a callous, such a human way. And now at her passing, that is what is remembered. At her passing, that is what is now called to mind. 
And I think just an example to all of us, just an admonition to all of us, you want to think, what will you be remembered for? People will never forget. Uh, you, you must have come across this uh, famous quote. I cannot lay my hands on it directly. I say people may not remember uh, the things you say, but they will remember all the things you do, but they definitely remember how you made them feel. Uh, but the truth is that we'll be remembered for the things we have said. If you're not sure of something, you don't say it. Uh, even if you, you are pretty sure of something, you want to ensure that that uh, you are not the person who says what will cause the other person to fall into sorry to cause other persons to fall into some form of depression you want to be uh, the agent of light you want to be the agent of light at all time uh, uh, the apostle wrote saying let your speech be always gracious always be gracious in speech you know what it means to be gracious to be gracious is to uh, to to in one sense to let others the interest of others you leave the interest of others higher than yours you esteem others, their interests, their feelings higher than yours. You take second place. And that is what, in one sense, that is what it means to be gracious. And I always recall this song when we were young. They taught us, J-O-Y, J-O-Y, surely it must be Jesus first, yourself last, and others in between. Another thing between, another thing between, but that is not something that is taught nowadays. People are people are taught to you know look after yourself, look out for your own interest, and and I mean just make sure that you keep the bag, you keep your own bag, or whatever whatever happens to others happens to them. So people don't even put the J first any longer. J Jesus first, yourself last, another thing between, and that that is the true path to joy in any human life or in the world. Our Lord also did say it, saying that where the golden rule is do unto others as you would want them to do to you. Do unto others as you would want them to do to you. And, you know, that golden rule should always be a compass. If it was the compass for Posh Mama, when that thing happened, she would say to herself, look, if I was the one in distress and I wrote a tweet like this, say, please, I mean, this has been short. Is this the way I would want people to respond? Is this the way I would want people to to respond to me. I mean, just go on social media, do a search for Posh Mama, and you are going to find uh, many reports on different blogs and, of course, on Twitter uh, discussing this matter. Uh, many people, you find their responses saying, you say she was complaining that a pint of blood costing 50,000 naira. How fast it will catch up with those supporting it? I, I, so, yes, I see many people thinking along these lines. I, so I, I think to myself that the right way to think about this, one, is to be mindful of one speech, not only what one writes or one says, but one, what one truly thinks, what one, what one truly feels, right? So it would be hypocrisy to feel horrible about somebody and then to write uh, beautifully about that person. That would be hypocrisy. It would be hypocrisy uh, to know that and this is wrong, and then to say that it is right, or not to say that it is wrong. But there are times when the part of wisdom says, don't say anything. You don't have to say anything. And that's something about the culture as well. That's something about the contemporary culture. The contemporary culture tends to invite us to always say something, to have an opinion on, on everything, and to express those opinions. You don't have to express your opinions at every time 
unless it is necessary, unless uh, the Spirit leads you to do it, unless it be doing a particular good. I mean, it must be doing a particular good. It must be contributing to a conversation. But of course, uh, these social media platforms would not continue to be relevant, would not continue to be as profitable to their proprietors as they are now if people were not just expressing opinions uh, without without any consideration. That's what, and that's what exactly is happening now. You find people, uh, because everybody has access to the keyboard, just typing responses and typing opinions without even thinking. Uh, there are many times that I've attempted to join conversations on Twitter that I've written, that it has taken me sometimes five minutes to write a reply because I write it. I feel I should not write it. I delete it. I... I look at it again, over and over again, and then eventually I come at the, I, I, I arrive at what should be the right uh, contribution to that conversation, and, and, and then I, I said, I think that should be the right thing. And I know I'm not the only one in this. My brother said that to me. Many of my friends said that to me that sometimes, oh, that, oh when I came across this story, this is what I wanted to write. I typed it, and then uh, I, I cautioned myself, and then I retyped it again and rephrased it. If everybody would be that measured, if everybody would be that uh, that gracious, Right, if that gracious, if everybody would be that uh, that cautious, you know, when we are responding to things, uh, but that is not the case. That is not the case right now. Let your speech be seasoned uh, with salt. Be gracious in your speech. Be full of grace, so that uh, you may know how to answer everyone. There are times truly when people need to be told off, when people need to be called out. But you, you who are who, who are the Lord, you who identify with the Lord, yet your speech be always in grace. Let it be seasoned with salt, meaning that it should be sweet. It should be sweet at all times. Even when you are calling people out, you are calling them out in love. Even when you are uh, you are pointing out the 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 inaccuracy in in a statement, the mischief in a statement, the evil portended, people should read it and know that oh, this was written by a Christian, because well. Uh, look at our Lord Jesus Christ. That's a Yoruba line from a hymn. Of course, it did not say what to you Pharisees, but you say, and I say, when you say what to people, uh, but there's another way where you say where you say it in such in such a callous evil way. Whenever our Lord spoke in condemnation of anyone, he he he, he spoke a condemnation in a way to invite people to to repentance. repent and even when he said woe to the Pharisees he didn't at the same time weep over Jerusalem he wept for them saying how long how long how long uh, will I try to bring you together but you you would not listen so I do believe that uh, one important lesson leaving the politics of it aside leaving the politics of it aside uh, is to learn that well when we respond it is to learn that the things we say the things we write they will be remembered long after we are gone and all that it will not be the case that when you are gone what people will remember is oh can you remember how what she said to this person let people remember how you stood for the truth in love how you uh, how you stood for 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 christ in love how you corrected people in love how you uh, you admonish people in love in love it must always be in love uh, the apostle himself wrote it saying that always be ready uh, to give the reason for the hope you have but do it in with gentleness and peace there, there is nothing christian about people who are just always quarrelsome and we do not mind. a christian person must always consider the 
the feelings of other people. You must always consider the feelings of other people. So when I hear some people say, that, that's where I am, I just said the truth, I don't mind how you receive it. Yes, I know the truth must be said, it must be said, but how it is received also matters. The Christian considers the, uh, the, the, the feelings of other people because we are called to be people who esteem others, others higher than ourselves. I'm trying to get uh, that, that English line from that hymn, I want to be like Jesus Okay, I'm not getting it, but you know that Yoruba line that I quoted earlier on, concerning Togoro Binu Lenure Lenkonri. That's who our Lord is. That is how He lived, and that is how we are called to live as well. I do pray that the relatives of this woman, Posh Mama, would receive comfort. I do pray that many of us and many people on social media uh, would learn from our account uh, to be measured in the things we write, to be gracious in the things we write and in the things we say, and that all of us in Nigeria would realize that you see, unrighteousness has a price. It has a price. Righteousness exalted nation. Sin is a reproach. And that in Nigeria at some point we come to realize that as long as we urge sin on, as long as we clap for sin, as long as we clap for incompetence, as long as we continue to cheer those who are not doing their duties, as long as we refuse to call government to account, as long as we refuse to call out unrighteousness in government, this is what we are going to get. Uh, this is what we are going, uh, going to get, but the Lord will be gracious, and that's our prayer. May the Lord be gracious unto us. May the Lord have mercy upon our country, and may we uh, be wise people. May we be wise people who are discerning and will learn from, from the mistakes and tragedies of others. Okay, and finally this morning, I want to play uh, the audio from a video uh, that uh, my brother-in-law sent to me on Instagram yesterday. And I found it really, 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 really uh, fascinating. It's a very, let me see, it's not that so long, but I want just to bring uh, out a lesson that I hope will encourage some people. It's about an experiment conducted on rats, and I wanted to listen to this. Yeah, really, really fascinating. I really, really fascinating one. I hope I'm re-eating the right one right now. How long they could... Harvard study in 1957 by Dr. Kurt Richter placed rats in a pool to test how long they could tread water. On average, due to exhaustion, they would sink and drown after 15 minutes. However, right before they gave up due to exhaustion, the researchers would pluck them out, dry them off, let them rest for a few minutes, and put them back in for round two. On this second try, how long do you think they lasted? Remember, they had just swam until failure only a few short minutes ago. How long do you think? Another 15 minutes? 10 minutes? 5 minutes? No. You are all wrong. 60 hours. That's right. 60 hours of swimming which is 2.5 days. The conclusion drawn was that since the rats believed that they would eventually be rescued, and so they could push their bodies way past what they previously thought impossible. I will leave you with this thought. If an unstoppable belief can cause exhausted rats to swim for that long, what could a belief in yourself do? How capable could you be? Remember this. Remember why you're here. Keep swimming and never ever quit.
Okay, the person who made that video said, well, keep swimming and never, never quit. He said, uh, of course, you listen to that. Those rats and experiment, put them in water, they swam. And the, those, the scientists discovered that uh, after 15 minutes, uh, those rats began to, to give up and they were sinking. Uh, they swam for 15 minutes and, and, be, and started to, to sink. And then the scientists now took some other, took those rats. After, uh, once it got to near 15 minutes, the scientists would, would rescue the rat would rescue the rat and make it dry and put it in a cool place where it is refreshed it is refreshed and then afterwards they would throw the rat back into the water and you know the fascinating the fascinating thing that the, the scientists discovered was that uh the second uh the second uh the, the, the second immersion in the water would find the rats now struggling and staying alive and swimming for how long? For 60 hours. Think about that. The rats that almost gave up at the 15th minute that was rescued and made to rest and refreshed and then put back into the water uh, was then able to survive in water to swim for 60, for 60 hours. And the conclusion from the scientists uh, was that that they thought the assurance that rescue would come would often keep people alive. The assurance that rescue would come would, would make people not give up. We make those rats in this case not give up. That that, that what made them not give up? Uh, what made many of those rats to swim for 60 hours on the second uh, throw into the water was because those rats already had it registered in their head that they would be rescued, that they would be rescued. And the person who made this video said, well, you should believe in yourself and not give up. Well, can yourself save yourself? Can you save yourself? Well, the secular and uh, the rational culture says uh, it is all you. You know the Stoics, what the Stoics say? The Stoics says, look, I'm the master of my faith. That's what the Stoics teach us to believe. You are the master of your faith and you just hold your destiny in your own and we know that there is human responsibility but we know the person who saves is the Lord Jesus Christ and I think that is just something we can learn from this Isaiah 35 4 say to those with fearful hearts be strong do not fear your God will come he will come and save you and it's so true the uh, the the belief the sure assurance that a savior is coming is is enough to keep one going and going and going and going. Once you know that you will not perish, once you know that no scheme of man, no power of hell, no scheme of man can ever snatch you from his hand, once you believe what the Lord says, saying that my father is greater than all, no one can snatch them from my hand. Once you know uh, that no man uh, can put it to shame, you will just keep praying. And that's what the Lord said. He said, look, men ought to pray and not faint. The only thing that will keep you praying keep you waiting on God. The only key thing that will make you not give up is to truly believe that he will come and save you. And you know what? He truly, he truly will come and save his people. He has said, look, I will never leave you. I will never forsake you. And he will say that he's faithful. He keeps his word. He always does. Thank you so very much for seeing with us this morning on Gospel Best Radio for On the Lord's Side, Christian Perspectives on News and Current Events. I hope to be with you again tomorrow by the grace of God. Whatever you do today, please remain family on the Lord's side. God bless you very good. You are listening to GospelBellsRadio.com, the Christian internet radio with a mission to engage the culture with the mind of Christ. Keep listening and invite others, too. God bless you.
Engaging the culture with the mind of Christ. 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 Engaging the culture with the mind of Christ.